is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Let your word bring illumination and light into our darkness. Let darkness flee and let darkness not prevail. In Jesus' name, we call it done and the saints of God shout a big amen. God bless you. Please be seated. The key to destiny. Under the theme, give me the key. The key to destiny. My foundation text is Revelation chapter 3, verse number 7 and 8. Two verses of Revelation chapter number 3. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, to the church and to the angel of the church in Royal House Chapel, right? Right. These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David. So two words I'll be dancing around today, key and David. Key and David. He who has the key of David. He who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. Verse number 8. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength. But you have kept my word and you have not denied my name. Two verses of Revelation chapter 3, 7 and 8. But we can be preaching on these two verses for the next three days. Fully loaded with revelations. Here is what I want you to send out. So you can grab your phones right now. And then take this word of wisdom. If you are slow in typing like myself, you can write it in your notebook and transfer to your WhatsApp and forward it later. Or to all your friends on your page. Facebook. Twitter. Instagram, IG, and everywhere they are hiding, this will console somebody. This will energize somebody spiritually. It is the work of spreading the gospel and evangelism. Hashtag AG Wisdom. The desire to be great is a divine plan and not a human error. The quest, the desire for greatness or to be great is divine. It's divine. It's a divine plan. And not a mistake. It's not an error. Full stop. Continue. It is much harder to run away from your destiny of greatness than to embrace it. 
close the coat. It is much harder to run away from your destiny of greatness. In other words, when your destiny of greatness is confronting you, facing you, but somewhere, somehow, there is a spirit in your house that does not like greatness. And anytime greatness is coming, you are running away from greatness. I am saying it's more difficult to run away from greatness than to embrace it. It's much easier. So from today, after hearing this message, go all out and embrace your greatness because it is, it's, it's easy. It's divine. Oh, I know you are writing, but if you can put your pen down and give the Lord a clap and shout three times, I receive it. When I say greatness, say I receive it. Greatness, power, success. From today, you run away from your greatness anymore. Say amen. From the text under discussion, the first lesson I want to leave with you today is that he says, he who has the key of David. Now here, Jesus Christ is talking here to the church of Philadelphia. And he says, he wants you to know that he owns the key, he holds the key, or he held the key, or he had the key of David. Now that suggests to you that David just didn't rise to become a successful king. David just didn't rise to become a powerful king. David just didn't rise to write Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Meaning that at the time he was writing this testimony, he was not poor. He didn't lack anything. He was sufficient. God provided. God made him powerful. Now David is saying, uh, uh, Jesus Christ is saying, that there is a key and there is a God behind the success of David. He says, write this to the Philadelphia church. I am the one who has the key of David. I am the one that put David on the throne. I am the one who has made David's life a success. I am the one who has made David a powerful person. I am the one. Ladies and gentlemen, first lesson number one. Your key is in the hands of a God. The key of your life is in the hands of someone. If your key is in the hands of your father, you better take it away. Because the day your father dies, you are finished. If your key, the key to your destiny is in the life of a mother or a person or a wife of a human being, I want you to know that that's danger for you. Don't take the key of your destiny from the hands of God. I am the one who has the key. I hold the key of David. First lesson. Second lesson. The reference to David suggests that there is something this key comes with. And I call it the key of resources. Or, yes, the key of resources. 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 And my reference is Isaiah chapter 22, verse number 20, 21, 22. Isaiah chapter 20, chapter 22, verses number 20, 21, and 22. I will show you what the key of David is like. And so when you are praying, you know exactly what you are praying. So this is Isaiah speaking about the restoration and the coming of the glory of Israel. Then there is a name over there, Eliakim, 
the son of Hilkiah. He was one of the governors that served under Hezekiah around this time when Isaiah was the prophet in charge of Israel. Then Isaiah says to Eli, uh, uh, Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, go to verse number 21. I will clothe him with your robe and strengthen him with your belt. I will commit your responsibility into his hand and he shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. Now look at verse 22. What the house of David, what the reference to David is. The key of the house of David. The key of the house of David. The key of the house of David. I will lay on his shoulder. So he shall open and no one shall shut. And he shall shut and no one shall open. Now David's house is the house of the king. And so I will give you the key to royalty. I'll give you the key to the blessings in the house of David. Then remember that around this time David has died. So what the reference to his name? So there's a covenant over there. I will give you the key of David. The key to covenant. Ladies and gentlemen, so when the Bible is talking about key, the Bible is talking about authority. The Bible is talking about power. The Bible is talking about covenant. The Bible is talking about blessing. The Bible is talking about rulership. The Bible is talking about leadership. The Bible is talking about resources. The Bible is talking about greatness. And I'm coming to greatness right now. This is not a, a, a team you should go and sleep with. We are talking about power. We are talking about authority. We are talking about thrones. We are talking about success. We are talking about going to the pinnacle of your life. We are talking about fulfillment. We are talking about access to covenant. Clap your hands and scream, give me the key, Lord. Oh, can you say it with anger? Say, give me the key. Give me the key. Say, give me. Give me. The key. The key. Ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing so annoying to find that the key of your life is being controlled by somebody or is in the hands of a strange person. One day, I finished service over here and usually uh, I get tired and in between I visit the washroom and then I ease myself, you know, I wee-wee one, two times. This occasion, I was so hungry after the service and so tired, I wanted to get out of the compound quickly, get to the house, go and wee-wee, have my lunch, and then go to bed. Because usually, I will never sleep when I'm coming to preach. I spend the whole night studying, reading, praying, waiting upon God. So by the time I finish preaching, oh, ladies and gentlemen, tiredness me what? I get tired. So the next thing is I get home quickly, change my clothes, get my lunch, and then take some two, three hours nap, and then recover. And then the meet, I start my evening meetings and so on, like tonight, this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, that day of all days, I get to the house and I climb up, pump, 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 because the wee wee was coming. I posted, you know, the thing was running through my trouser here and there. And so I started looking for my bedroom key. And then usually where I place it, this woman from Choco had taken the place and I don't know where. Me, I have one spot where I place the key. Don't tell her. This woman, the one who was sitting here. Where do I sit? That's my seat. So where does she sit here? You know the woman who sits here. Alright, so she's around somewhere at the compound. I don't have to mention her name. 
Oh, she got my wife is coming. Oh, honey. I was just telling her how much I love you. <laughs> oh, you are looking sharp. You are looking sharp. Oh. All right, so I was in verse number eight. my key, I know exactly where to go. That day I leave home and I leave Mama Rita. Hey! That day, I, I was, uh, 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 I searched, I, I, I searched, I didn't find, I searched, I didn't find, and the wee wee was coming. Ladies and gentlemen, my own bedroom that I built with my money, I couldn't enter because the key was in the hands of somebody. Tonight, anybody who is holding the key of your destiny, Jesus, clap your hands and say, Change hands, change hands, say, Change hands, change hands, and give the Lord a shout and a praise. Who can stand against the Lord? Son, come on, no one can. Are, are you standing there? No one will. Are you standing there? Come on, who go to somebody. Dream killers, no distractors, no holding the key. Today, and the father holding your key. key. We take the Who key. Did you hear him? The prophet has sung. Who can take away my key? No one. Somebody go no to the so Who can take away your key? Come on. Who can take away your key? Say no one. No one can. No one. No one will. Can you hear another prophecy? Who can take away your shine? Who can take away your shine? Come on, professor. No one Come and talk to somebody. No one will. Say, who can take away your shine? Who can take away your shine? No one. No one can. No one. No one will. Say, who can take away your place? Who can take your place? Come on, professor. Who can take away your place? Jesus. No one can. No one. Who can take away your blessing? Come on, professor. Who can take away your blessings? No one can. Are you sure? No one will. Who can take away your key? Your key. Your key. Who can take away your keys? No one can. Ah. No And celebrate the direction of the Holy Ghost. Can I hear somebody say amen? 
the key to destiny can change hands and go to somebody who doesn't just love you. Doesn't like you. And you will just be struggling and there's somebody who is just, just, just controlling. Today, anyone who has been assigned to control your destiny, clap your hands and say, get out. Get out. Say, you are no God. You are no God. You are no God. Say, God is the holder of the key. God is the holder of the key. I am the one who has the key of David. I am the one who made David who he is. I am the man who made covenant. I am the one who made David strong. I am the one. Today, I take your life out of the hands of any manipulator. man that I'm handling he's worrying me that I should look for wife for him in Royal House Chapel Kukwa and, and it's not like I don't have daughters Nanakos and Mawina to give out. Oh, I have daughters. The man has married four times. And four times, none of them stayed. Then he says, he believes that when I get in the fifth one, the fifth one will stay. I said, what is the guarantee? Somebody say, Yehovah. Yehovah. Hey! Somebody say, hey! Hey! What musu, what musu is this? I should take my precious royal house lady who is praying at my altar believing God for a good man then I go and take somebody whose life is uh, whose life is being controlled by somebody somewhere when he marries they break his marriage they marry and they break his marriage they marry they break his marriage so let us say that the first woman was a bad woman, and the second woman too, the third woman too. The f- oh no, I didn't have The thing is from home. The key to destiny is in the hands of somebody. Aburia Nabasakaya, Kabei Katolia, Lebakoni. If your life is being controlled from somewhere. Clap your hands and say it is over. It is over. Scream it again and say it is over. It is over. Shout it again and say it is over. It is over. Hey. How many of you? Oh, you are you are young. You are young. But one day Mama Rita will come and preach this subject. And Mama Rita will tell you how many men are married to some women that their women they don't have control over the minds of the women the women are being controlled by external forces there is nothing they agree with their wives that it will stick our children should go to this school it won't work let's buy land and start building it won't work let's change our car no
getting frustrated in this kind of marriage. Oh, singers, I pray that this your singing, singing, God should give you something good. I'll be shocked if you are selecting a man and you don't select a man as wise as me. Because sometimes you can be so stupid that you go and take stupid men. Tell somebody, say, say, Father, I apologize. Say, say, we apologize. May your life come into alignment. May your life come into perspective. May your life come into the will of God. Oh, if you say amen, I know you are here with me. So, number one, he who has the key. The key is in the hands of always a God. A mighty hand. The one who makes. And I'll be coming to that. He says, and when the key is in my hand and I open the door, nobody shuts. And when I shut it, nobody opens. That's, that's how powerful God's master key is. Number two, it is the key of resources. It is the key of supply. I will give you the key of David. And it says, I will put upon your neck and you shall have control over the resources of the house of David. That's the prophecy Isaiah gave to Eliakim. I will supply all your needs according to my riches in glory by Christ. I have been young, now I am old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. When I, God, I am with you and I'm supplying, I supply to the end. I don't fail, I don't leave you in the middle of the way. I am Jehovah El Leon and I'm Jehovah El Shaddai. I'm Jehovah Jireh, the provider I am. When I look at where Oya Dome has reached, and on the fifth, they are coming to do fundraiser, National Cathedral. Here, I just said, God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. The tiles, the, the WCs, the urinals, and so on, somebody has shipped them abroad and they are just coming. You see, you can't clap because of. Clap and give God the glory. Amen. He has the key. He has the key. He holds the key. He holds the key to resources. One of my daughters never used to be praying for me, for God to sustain me and keep me, until one of her classmates' father died suddenly. When the father died, everything about her friend changed. 
all the classmates are filling forms to go to university. Everybody is filling university form. They are traveling abroad. My daughter asked a friend, so which of the universities will you be going? He says, oh, I'll go to the local one here. He said, why? He said, you know, my father is gone. My mother cannot afford. One day, school closed. And uh, my daughter saw the friend walking towards the gate. So, why are you going? Won't you wait for them to come and pick you? He said, no. I came to school by taxi. A taxi. I'm going to look for a taxi to go home. Hey! Sonny! When the father was alive, she used to sit at the back of the car and the driver would drive. Suddenly, resources cut. The key is in the pocket of somebody. From that time, my daughter started praying for me. She said, hey, God, keep this man for me, I beg you. <laughs> because, because what she saw, hey, a missionary was been released by his church to go outside. He's going to do the work of the gospel and he, he was going to be away for quite a while. So after the, they prayed, the church prayed and released him. One rich man in the church came to him and said, uh, here's this envelope. Don't open it until you are in need. And when you are in need, and you have searched and searched and searched and there's no help, you can open this envelope as the last resort. The missionary thanked the rich man and put the envelope of money into his bag. Then he embarked on the journey. He was away for one year. He didn't open the envelope. He was away for the second year. He didn't open third, fourth. He was there for 10 years. He didn't open the envelope. So he finished his missionary assignment, came back to his home country, then went back to the church. And then he went and thanked the man who gave him the money. He said, thank you very much. I didn't have to open the envelope because I was never in need throughout my journey. He said, he said, I was never in need. God supplied and he supplied and he supplied and he provided and he provided and he provided. Ladies and gentlemen, provision that into, into, there is a key that leads into the realms of provision. It's a key. Key of David. That's what we call it. Key of covenant. Key of blessing. That's what we call it. God says, I have that key. Not your father. Not your uncle. Not your auntie. Not the old witch in your, in your family. No, they, 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 they can't control. Unless you want them to. The key does three things. Number one. The key opens the door of opportunities. Two, it opens the door to greatness. And three, it opens the door to destiny. Don't miss this at all.
And today, when you start praying, know what you are praying about. And when you are coming to the conference, know what your expectations are. The key that God holds opens the door to opportunities too. It opens the door to greatness. And then three, it opens the door to destiny. Destiny. Oh, honey, if if God didn't give you this key, how would you have found me? When I came into your life, I changed your destiny. Your family, everybody changed everything. No, no, I, I, I really wanted to think about it. Think about it. The person who comes into your life can make you or unmake you. When I came into her life, see what God has done in my life. I sleep soundly. I sleep peacefully. No contention over money. We don't argue over money. We don't fight over money here. She spends more than me, but it's okay. I'm it's okay. So it's fine. It's my cross. I have to carry that one. See what the partnership is doing to the kingdom of God. See the sons we have raised, the daughters we have raised, the lives we have touched. Destiny. Destiny. Why, why, why do you just toy with your destiny? And I, hey. When somebody is in control of your destiny, life can be miserable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Life can be something when your destiny is being manipulated by some strange key other than the key of God. Second Corinthians chapter number 16, verse number 9. Now let me let me emphasize the key of greatness. Second Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 9. Second Corinthians chapter 16, verse number 9. The key of opportunity, the key to greatness, the key to destiny. Now shoot Second Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9 for me, please. For a great and effective door, a great effective door, a great effective door has opened to me, but there are many adversaries. There is opposition. So, so, sweetheart, God does, just doesn't open doors. God opens great doors. Doors to greatness. Effective doors. Doors that you need in your life. Not doors that you don't need. Effective. Doors that will add value to your life. Glory to your life. Honor to your life. Those are the doors God opens for you. When a woman is coming into your life, the woman must add value. Not someone who's come to suck your blood. 
effective. Great doors. Comes my coat. It is harder to resist greatness than to embrace it. It's hard. When you are running away from your greatness, it's more difficult. Why? Because when you are born, God ensures that number one, you are born into the realms of greatness. Now, the reason why many do not achieve greatness and success of their lives is because of the environment. It's because of what was spoken. It's because of the parents who brought you up. It's because of the bushness and the foolishness of some people that came into your life. Yeah. Today, I told, I told them in the first service. I said, when they go home, and they case they have released upon their children, they should go and reverse. And any funny names that they gave to your children, they should go and cancel all of them. Because they are, they are responsible. I have pet names for all my children. I give the pet names and I call them by whistle. So when Papa was born, then I said, ah, I'll call him Great One. Great One. So Great Papa, that's what I whistle and call him. To, till today, all Mama Rita's friends who used to carry Papa at their back and so on, they call him Great One. Great One. Great One. At the time, Auntie Sherry, I used to call him Great One. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have ministry. I, I, I didn't have any inheritance for him to come and uh, enjoy the head. Nothing. I just said, Great One, Great One, Great One. Today, he's on his way to greatness. I just said it. I just called him. I just confirmed it. Listen, anything anybody has called you other than greatness, I cancel it. I receive it. And I release greatness. I receive it. Oh, I thought you would clap and raise, jump on your feet and shout, I receive it. I receive it. Receive greatness. I receive it. Greatness. I receive it. Fulfillment. I receive it. Fulfillment. I receive it. Fulfillment. I receive it. Receive the key of David. I receive it. Receive the key of David. I receive it. Resources. I receive Resources. I receive Resources. I receive Clap your hands. Shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. Shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. Shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. Shout and say, I receive it. I receive was going to be born. The angel came with a prophecy. He said, the son that you are going to be pregnant with, the Holy Ghost will come upon you, so therefore that which you are going to be giving birth with shall be called the son of the highest. He will be great and he will rule the house of the, he will rule in the house of Jacob and sit on the throne of his father David. The man had not been born, but he was already greatness already had been prophesied. 
And, and, see, 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 see. I said, the environment into which you were born is the reason why you have become so timid, so fearful, so poor, struggling. I am changing your environment now. I receive it. If your father doesn't speak good things in your life, there is another father here every Sunday I'm speaking good things. Why don't you look up to me? You come here when I speak good things into your life, then you allow that unbelieving father to speak negative things, and then you receive that spirit and you reject man. Are you a fool? I am a better father. You better listen to what I tell you. The only reason you must listen to your father and your mother is if they say things to compliment what I say. But anything they say in opposition to what I say, they are adversaries standing at your gate. Remember, every great door, there's an adversary standing there. Every great door, there's an opposition. Every great door. One of my sons came to me. He said, Daddy, I've got an offer for another job. And so, this old one, I do not want to be tempted to just jump into this new one just because the salary is bigger. I want to hear the voice of God. I asked him to give me three days. So as I sought the face of the Lord, then I said to him, son, it is good that you came to me. Instruction number one, you will take the new one. But seven days before you go there, you have to declare a fast and prayer. Because I have opened a great and an effective door, but there are adversaries. The, the reason that there is a struggle going on in your life means that there's an adversary standing at your door. The reason why you are struggling to make it financially is because God is letting you know that it's an, an adversary. There is an opposition to overcome. The reason why that contract is delayed is simply because there is an opposition. There is an adversary. The reason why, oh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The reason why that particular subject, you keep struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling is because there's an adversary. Which is why our ministry then comes in. The ministry of Kabul, Lamakatobe, binding and loosing. Praying like we are crazy. That's where our ministry comes in. If the door is open and there's an adversary, what do I do with the adversary? I have to deal with him by fire and by brimstone. Oh, I pity those who don't want to pray. I pity them. Thank you, son. I said to my son, I said, it's a great and effective door, but there's an anniversary. So number one, seven days prayer and fasting. Number two, before you go and take and start the, the new job, I want to anoint you and release you. Like I released that man to DRC and he went and possessed the land. 
I tell you that that man over there that you saw being declared the president didn't come easy. Out of the three candidates who stood for the election, he was the underdog. An underdog means that he was the least expected. Because number one, the other two, one of them came from the outgoing president's party. And every outgoing president wants a successor from his party to protect him. Because prior to that, no former president lived. Every former president died by assassination. So the only way he could survive his security was to make sure that the next president would come from his party. So he had a chance over there. The second contender was the richest of all the other of, of all the three. So wealthy and so rich that everybody knew that he had won. Because everywhere you went, his billboard was there. His name was there. Money was, he was splashing money. He, 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 he's, a, he's, a, he's a dealer in oil. So as for this one, he took the key to unlock his destiny. He took the key to check him into his destiny. This one was God. And according to the man, he said after this, after the election, then the, this video splashed all over the country. So he said, oh, that's my, my. Then he asked, when did you go there? They said, oh, conversion, September 2018. He didn't know. He didn't see it. Then I said to him, I said, where you are going, you go and sit on a seat. Somebody is sitting on that seat. That person will fight you. But with prayer ahead of you, with the oil ahead of you, with the key of David going ahead of you, you can be guaranteed that that person will flee and run away. He said, Daddy, thank you. He said, Daddy, I would have been going to fight unnecessary battles, but for the prophetic directions. I mean, can you imagine you are going to work a place and then they give you vivid description and revelation what you must do and what must happen. You, you don't have to fight in the battles again if you follow instructions. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32. He says, for the people who know their God, they will be strong and they will do exploits. Exploits mean great things. God expects you to perform greatness. You must bring forth greatness in you. You must be checked into your destiny of greatness. This pandemic, some pastors have so many difficulties and challenges, and when they are sharing their problems with me, oh, you can cry. Somebody said, Pastor Apostle Jenna, the people are not coming to church anymore. I've, done, I've tried, Apostle, I've done. I'm even sick right now. When, when I'm going to preach, my pressure is up. I said, Oh, Jesus. And I didn't know what counsel to give him. 
the only counsel I was going to, I, I, I thought in my mind, why don't you hand over the church to somebody else? Because you are going to, you are going to die. Oh, this thing can kill. If God hasn't called you, or you don't have the key, you don't have the revelation, covenant is not speaking for you. And altar is not speaking for you. So, oh, get ready. Saturday when I take the microphone, any altar which is speaking negatively, we will silence them and we will ask the altar of your father to speak for you. Come 2021. Give me the key. Oh, you are not serious. Come 2021. Give me the key. Come 2021. Give me the key. I release the key to your destiny. I receive it. Shout and say, I receive it. I receive it. Let, let me wrap up. 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 So, so the door is open. There's always an opposition. Here's the second thing you must know. The door is open. The door does not open until you perform certain works. The, the revelation to the church is that Philadelphia, I know your works. God must see your works and identify your works. God just doesn't bring greatness and open doors. No. No. Recently, some grace and some oil that has come upon my head, and I was teaching my mommy. For some reason, God has honored my long walk with Him by giving me, giving me a revelation how to pray for money. I just pray, and the pump it comes. I just pray, it come. I just pray, it come. I just pray, that's that's it. It's coming. So, I taught her. I said, honey, you need money for Shiloh. He said, honey, we are owing. We are owing. I said, I have, God has shown me a secret. I showed her. Auntie. Oh, see, see, that, that key can be embarrassing, eh? So if you're ready for the embarrassment, I pray 20 minutes and somebody comes to me, $10,000, and they give it to me. Because I prayed a certain prayer. I went and preached somewhere just before I traveled. So when I finished, I, I was just sitting in the pastor's office drinking tea and chatting. Men of God, anywhere they hear I'm preaching, they all come, Papa, blessing. Papa, blessing, I'm prophesying to people. This guy was standing out for a long time. One hour. So later on, he said, oh, tell the man of God, I'm not coming for prayer. I'm just come to give him something. I said, oh, is that so? Please, please, I'm sorry. Please come, 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 come. He said, I saw your, build, the, your face on the billboard. I know you were preaching here. And the Lord said, I should come and give you this envelope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
open the envelopes, plenty dollars. I was preaching there the same day, two days. The, se- the second day, again, another person came to join the queue. The person came and said, ah, Apostle Jimmy, ah, thank you very much. Yes, you know, nah. The same amount that I got the previous day, the same amount was inside, dollars. I am the holder of the key. Keep this one at the back of your mind. Don't lose this one. Don't lose this one. The key can be in the hands of your adversary or your enemy or some devil or some witch or the key can be in the hands of God. You have to choose. You need a password. I'll be giving you the password. That's what I'm saying. The works of your hands are beautiful. We are Okasiana Mehas. say no one. No one. No devil, no spirit, no one can shut in the door. For you have a little strength. I'll come to that. You have kept my word. That's why I opened the door. You have kept my word and you have not denied my name. Those two things are very powerful. You've kept my word. You've kept my word. Anyone in whom the word of God is saturated there's no way God can deny you an open door. When you are empty with the word of God and you don't respect the word of God, you don't honor the word of God, you don't expect God to do anything for you. Because when God does it for you, you don't even know whom to go and give the glory to. Somebody said the word. The word. Somebody said the word. The word. A certain young man came to Mama Richard. 
He said, Mama, Mommy, I want to call off the wedding. Mommy said, How can you call off the wedding? The date has been set already. He said, Yeah, yeah. Mommy, <laughs> when I marry that girl, she'll worry me. Mommy said, Why? All along when you are working with her and courting, you didn't know that she'll worry you. And the reason she gave was astonishing. What is the word? Uh, uh, astonishing astounding you you can't comprehend it it's 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 unbelievable it's flabber flabbergasted give me more words incomprehensible give me more perplexible give me more Reverend King Reverend King just listen to this and learn learn the young man says, Mommy, can you believe that in our courtship, we have been having, we have been doing fornication, 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 fornication. So I suggested to this woman that now that we have fixed our date for the wedding, at least three months to the uh, uh, wedding, let's keep ourselves pure. So at least when we enter into this marriage, we will know that at least we entered, we entered in victory. If we committed fornication, fornication, at least, at least, at least we broke the virginity, but we can have uh, what, what? Second, secondary virginity at least for three months. Do you know that when the man is suggesting this holiness, the girl says, Oh, well, what is wrong with this? What, what is wrong? Uh, what, what is wrong? Uh, everybody does it. Everybody does it. So, Based upon this thing, the boy says, this girl, she'll worry me. Why? She doesn't fear God. She's empty with the word of God. The preaching at Rehashabon doesn't do anything to her. She's a hypocrite. She's a pretender. This one, she's empty. If I marry this woman, she'll worry me. And yet she brought the boy into the church. Yeah. She brought the boy into the church. And the boy tells mommy, mommy, I've no, I know I've done mistakes already. So I'm going to start again, again. I'm going to receive Jesus Christ again, get baptized again, start afresh again. And this time I'll prayerfully go for a woman and I'll stay holy until I marry the woman. I know your works. What works? You. What, what, what did he say? I know your works. What's the first one? You have kept my word. You have kept my word. You have kept my word. That word have I hid in my heart so that I will not sin against you. Oh, today. Hey, hey, hey. Repent before you come to that, 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 that crusade ground. Repent. Repent. Do you know why? People in Royal Chapel don't fear God. Do you know why? Because the church is powerful. Apostle is powerful. When I prophesy, it comes to pass. Co- continue to be fooling yourself with my prophecies. You go to hell straight and you will never know. 
you have to be fooling around. Oh, powerful church. My pastor, you know, is powerful. Powerful, 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 powerful. Those who are not being pastored by pastors who are not powerful, every day they are very, they are confessing their sins. Oh, yeah. You, you think God gave us this power to toy with it and to fool around? God gave you this power so that you'll be transformed into greatness and that you'll be a glory to God and honor his name. Prove to people what the word of God does in your life, what the presence and what the altar does. That's the reason. And I thank God that others are benefiting from this oil and anointing. I, I just give God the glory. Oh, give God some glory and give God some praise in the house. Here's the second thing. You have not denied my name. What is that? You have dedicated yourself to the Son of God. You have dedicated yourself to the name Jesus. You have defended the name Jesus. You have honored the name Jesus. So, anyone that is in the path to greatness, number one, that person keeps God's word. That person is filled with God's word. That person is saturated with God's word. Number two, that person is dedicated to the name Jesus. That person defends, protects, honors the name Jesus. You have not denied my name. You have not soiled my name. You Those are the people that work and have set an open door before you. A door of opportunity and a door unto greatness and destiny. But first, your works must show whether you can enter into that door. And he said, despite the fact that you have little strength, your strength is little. Your strength is little, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. When your strength is little, when God comes into your strength, your strength becomes much. Are you clapping better, clap? Because I'm going to give you another rendition. Mama Shari, when the Lord comes into your weaknesses, the so-called weaknesses turn into agents of victory. When the Lord, when the Lord enters, when the Lord came into Gideon's weaknesses, he became a mighty warrior. One moment. One moment. Hey, I am the least in my father's clan. We are the least. We are powerless. We are poor. God said, I am with you. That changed everything. God says, I should tell you, he is not looking for a big talent from you to check into your greatness. He said, the little talent, when you place it before him and it comes into your talent, you're on your path to greatness. God says, I should tell you, he is not looking for you to give him big money. The little you have, just give it to him. He will turn it around. That's what he's asking from you. Is it too much?
Father to child. Holy Spirit is coming right now. If you need a new revelation, you need a new beginning. If, if, if you want God to transform you and, and to cleanse you and to wash you, if you want God to give you another chance, it's coming. It's coming. Can, 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 can we define? Can you go to seven people and give them COVID high five? COVID shoulder. Give COVID five. Give some of the COVID high five. Give some of the COVID high five. The COVID high five. Seven people. Give seven people COVID high five. Father to child. Come on, say for me. Father to child. Spirit to spirit. Hey. Lighted by the word. I say, I receive the word. I receive the word. Say, I receive the word. I receive the word. I receive the word. I receive the word. With the breath of life. Oh, Jesus. Just bring upon me your name, oh God. Is that your prayer? Lift up your voice, your hair, your hair, your hair, Lift up your voice and pray this prayer with me. Let the congregation say, Congregation, just breathe your name upon me. Go. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, Tartan our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will die.